0: I should start off by saying content warning for, like, everything. This is not safe for work, not safe for life or the human psyche, and certainly not safe for me. I am permanently changed. I will be describing children's videos that have been manipulated to show everything from sexuality to violence and pretty much every strange, gross, and unnerving thing you can think of. So if that does not sound good to you, I totally understand, and I hope you have a great week. For the rest of you, I wish so much that I could show you the things that I'm telling you about today. So if you'd like to see the visual representations, please go to our social media. But today, I'm going to try to use my patented poetry degree the way it was meant to be used to try to paint you a picture of this Elsa Gate hellscape. May God have mercy on our souls. On this podcast, we explore fantastical thinking, moral panics, conspiracy theories, and urban legends, examine the forces that shape our culture, and tell the stories that create the realities we share, and sometimes the realities we don't. I'm your host, Chelsea Weber-Smith, and this is American Hysteria. One click and it's down the rabbit hole video suggestions growing more and more deranged. Peppa Pig eats her father, drinks bleach. Just be careful if you have any concern about mind control triggers. I thought YouTube Kids was safe. This is scary. So did I. Kids launched in 2015 to the joy of overworked parents everywhere, something they could sit their kids in front of for sacred chunks of time, the way many of us were placed in front of television cartoons, ones regulated by trusted standards of suitability. For the next generation, YouTube kids and the child-approved channels on YouTube proper promised a safe, clean, and even educational experience. But just two short years later, the mainstream media would pick up a story that had been circulating deep in the online forums of Reddit for some time about the strange and disturbing videos lurking just under the surface of the supposedly safeguarded app. By 2017, YouTube would be embroiled in a major scandal, leading them to purge many channels that were pumping out inappropriate content, garnering anywhere from tens of thousands to hundreds of millions of views. The shocking discovery of these truly freaky, uncanny valley videos, ones both animated and acted out by real people, was dubbed Hashtag Elsagate because cheap ripoffs of Elsa from Disney's Frozen was one of the most common stars, along with Spider-Man, the Joker, Peppa Pig, Paw Patrol, Mickey and Minnie Mouse, Thomas the Tank Engine, Shrek, and pretty much every other popular character of the last 10 years. The themes of these videos run the gamut of surreal smut, with characters in sexual situations, eating feces, Firing off AK-47s, committing suicide, burying each other alive with child pregnancies and abortions, vampire toilets, decapitation, hypodermic needles, just so many injections, Fake wounds, crawling with maggots, kidnappings, violent claymation, eye surgeries, spiders crawling in mouths and ears, and cartoons, peeing into a urinal, and then that pee goes into a faucet on the other side of the stall, and they pour it into a glass and drink the pee. That series is super popular. And if we go deep enough, we get to, who else but a computer-animated Adolf Hitler and... A gummy version of Donald Trump. What makes this story even more bizarre, even more unnerving, is that no one has yet figured out the people who were making these videos and why. The common denominator between all of their content seems to be that it's extremely low budget and quickly produced, with ripoffs of mostly Disney and Marvel characters, their titles containing a mashup of popular keywords clearly made to pull in the highest possible number of views. Per my descriptions, these videos might just seem like sick creepy pasta esque pranks, but it doesn't quite feel that way. At least, not most of the time. These videos don't really acknowledge these dark moments as anything abnormal. They aren't like gotcha, trolly moments, they're just a part of this aimless, nonsensical, meandering story. The more sober guesses at the heart of this mystery are that these videos are made by groups in India or Russia or by AI bots or acted out by real people in order to hack that algorithm by producing what they think is popular content. The more far-reaching interpretations veer easily into our most expansive conspiracy theory, hypnotic, satanic, underground sex rings, or even a global conditioning of small children in order to normalize future abuse on a mass scale. This is one of those episodes that don't really provide a lot of answers, Not only did I have to spend a lot of time on Reddit forums, which I feel scared of, and a lot of time listening to funny YouTube dudes, but I also just incinerated my YouTube algorithm all for you. Researching this episode has been one of the most unnerving experiences of making American hysteria thus far, and longtime listeners will know that that is saying a lot. It's been disturbing not in the way that much of our show talks about the horrors of our real-world history, but in a different, deeper, almost cellular way. A way that put me into a preternatural waking dream that seemed to be created by an artificial intelligence, one of my biggest fears, thanks to Black Mirror. All I can say is, buckle up, babies— this is a fucking family vacation straight into the uncanny Grand Canyon. Mickey on a When I first wrote about Elsagate back in 2017, I wanted to start off by getting acquainted with what the kids were watching, and that was unnerving enough. The first popular series I came across had racked up billions of views, and it was nothing more than a pair of adult hands slowly unwrapping Kinder Eggs and breaking open the chocolate to reveal the toy inside, with absolutely no music to accompany it. The hands then turn the toy around slowly to show the child each angle until putting it aside and opening another Kinder egg. This can last for 45 minutes, an hour, an hour and a half. As most parents know, there are hundreds of thousands of videos just like these with mashup names like 40 Surprise Eggs Kinder Surprise Disney Toy Story Shrek Peppa Pig Thomas Mickey Mouse, and also New Huge 101 Surprise Egg Opening Kinder Surprise Elmo Disney Pixar Cars Mickey Minnie Mouse. That's a good one. In other smash hits, cheap animations are made using the same nursery rhyme song again and again in any and every form you can imagine. Probably the most popular of these nursery rhymes is called the Finger Family Song and is accompanied by hand gestures. It's also known as Daddy Finger. Here are some examples. Daddy Finger, Daddy Finger, where are you? Here I am, here I am, how do you... Every finger, where are you? Here I am, here I am, how do you do? No matter what you do, somewhere deep in your consciousness, that song has implanted itself and will never, ever leave you. Anyway, Very often, these cartoons contain no actual words, just sound effects and gestures that imply what is happening, meaning that any kid in the world can connect to them, which opens up an enormous worldwide market. These videos are fragmented, long and repetitive, nonsensical, often lacking a plot or featuring bizarre interruptions that disorient the viewer, using out-of-key nursery rhymes that have little to do with what's happening in the scene the characters move in surreal ways due to the terrible animation. And there are cutouts of real photos that are often interspersed. It's almost like it's copied and pasted together from a bunch of other videos. Like suddenly a computer animated dancing baby will be handing out five colored eggs that have human eyes that grow huge and then poorly lip sync an out-of-key finger family song and then suddenly Shrek's head is on an adult woman's body out of nowhere for no reason and shimmying across the screen. As we know, toddlers are hella weird and are easily mesmerized by repetition and familiar characters and songs, and things like context and plot and dialogue don't really matter to them. But to adults, all this nonsense is totally unnerving. Still, no matter how we feel about it, it would be difficult to classify these children's videos as dangerous. But come 2016, more and more parents started to notice that if their kids sat long enough, letting the autoplay feature do its thing, then they might walk in on a video called... Bad Baby Bloody Nose Doc McStuffins Gives Needle or Spider-Man and Frozen Elsa Ant Attack Swollen Ass Bad or Mickey Mouse Baby Dead in Gas Explosion. It does happen in this video. A house explodes and then you see Mickey Mouse mourning over the graves of his baby and Minnie. Now, these animated Elsagate videos are almost identical to the innocent rip-off animations I just described. They usually start with a more normal scene and slowly veer into the bizarre and inappropriate. So it's almost like this nightmare coming true. You're already in this bizarre cartoon world where everything is a little off, a little weird, feels wrong, and then suddenly in walks a poorly computer-animated Spider-Man and ghost face from Scream and Elsa and the Hulk all firing off AK-47s before burying each other alive. Or Peppa Pig will be getting something from the fridge and then a real-life rubber-gloved hand will enter the frame and inject her with something or pull out her teeth with pliers because she has a toothache. One commonly cited video showed the Paw Patrol characters in a strip club, and then one of the dogs goes to the doctor and gets an operation in which he replaces the dog legs with long human legs in stilettos. But that's not all. There are thousands of videos like this with all of the themes that I've mentioned. But at the same time, there are also videos starring real Factor. Factor will provide you with delicious, never frozen, ready to eat, gourmet meals that are chef crafted, dietitian approved, and ready to eat in just two minutes each week you get to choose from a menu of 35 options to create your perfect breakfast lunch or dinner with absolutely no prepping cooking or cleaning up and factor make sure you get exactly what you want you can tailor deliveries to your schedule and customize how many meals you want each and every week and you can pause anytime so just head to factormeals.com American hysteria 50 and use code American Hysteria 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code American Hysteria 50 at Factormeals.com slash American Hysteria 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Check out Factor today. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Shopify. let's look at the famous Spider-Man and Elsa videos, a cornerstone of Elsagate and where it got its name. The first in this series came in 2014 and started out as just two adult hands playing with Spider-Man and Elsa dolls and making them go on a date. For whatever reason, it was a sensation, seeming to bring together Disney girls and Marvel boys. Soon, to the horror of the nation, adults began wearing cheap Halloween costumes of Elsa and Spider-Man and the Joker, making live-action videos with no real dialogue, just sound effects, music, and gestures. In June of 2016, The Guardian explored the most popular of these channels called Webs and Tiaras that had skyrocketed to the third most viewed channel on the app, with a total of 1.7 billion views in just two months. On the surface, some of the videos seem as normal as they can be, but others are downright bizarre, with titles like Frozen Elsa gets Brain Belly. Frozen Elsa and Anna tear Spider-Man apart. And Frozen Elsa flushes Spider-Man in toilet. And Frozen Elsa gets Chicken Feet. Seeing the popularity of these videos, copycat accounts popped up, and they started to verge into even more extreme territory, making videos that almost seem like subtle fetish footage. Examples include... Spider-Man gives Belle a foot massage with Frozen Elsa, Mickey Mouse draws on Frozen Elsa's butt with Spider-Man Joker, and Joker pee prank Frozen Elsa in Bath, and of course, Snow White gets pooped on her face by Joker and Spider-Man. Vloggers on YouTube soon started noticing these strange videos popping up, and the popular channel H3H3 Productions did a deep dive into the more extreme versions and posited that the likely culprits were former YouTube prank celebrities like Moe and Ethan Bradbury, formerly infamous for Pranks in the Hood, where they would go and provoke fights with black people outside a housing project until they got the shit kicked out of them. Then they'd just upload that right to YouTube. It was posited that these guys were simply capitalizing on a new trend as YouTube prank supremacy began to wane in the mid-2010s, and they needed to find a new way to make money and carry on the torch of prank culture and, of course, continue a steady flow of that coveted attention. A lot of the Elsagate content, I believe, must be coming from pranksters and trolls. But some videos do feature real children acting in them, being filmed in silly, goofy superhero kidnapping scenes or scenes where they're pranked with bugs and spiders by their parents until they cry or some where they drink fake glasses of urine for gross-out scenes or eat as much food as they can until they spit it out all over the table. American families looking for fame are certainly behind many of them, where they go way too far and are eventually kicked off of YouTube for approximating or committing child abuse. But others are more ambiguous and strange made in maybe Eastern Europe with thick-accented men behind shaky cameras. Mostly, they seem to be rip-offs of the ones that American families are making. But at the same time, anyone would wonder just who is making these videos and who are they really for? This may be one of those times where we can really understand why the conspiracy theories exploded. And just be careful, I'm going to be showing maybe five seconds of these videos. If you have any concern about mind control triggers. I've gotten through about five seconds and been okay. There is another theory out there that that states that the color scheme in these videos are intentional and used when trying to brainwash cult members. So is it possible that these accounts are trying to trigger pre-programmed... As more and more Redditors were noticing all these bizarre videos, many began positing that something deeply sick and maybe something dangerously intentional was going on. It certainly didn't help that this was less than a year after the Pizzagate conspiracy theory led a man to shoot up a pizza parlor while looking for non-existent, kidnapped, and ritually abused children. Some were accusing these videos of teaching something called learned helplessness, normalizing things like injections and sexual undertones to slowly groom kids into unwitting subjects of widespread abuse. Others have talked about things like color programming, the belief that colors presented in the right order can hypnotize children into a kind of submission so they can be more easily trafficked between the elites, or at least a well-connected group of pedophiles. Users then began analyzing other YouTube videos seeing possible codes in their titles and descriptions that appeared as random capital letters or like an obscure language. They deciphered the codes using internet tools and found cryptic, creepy messages. For example, one such cipher described the color programming theory with a link to a video that was teaching colors with Spider-Man heads in the same order as the following secret message of sinister intent of hypnotism. Red repress the memories of trauma with drugs, blue militaristic training and decimation of the mind. Green, denial of events and atrocities against them. Yellow, personas compartmentalized. Pink, core personalities entirely destroyed. But most of these videos were uploaded sometime in 2017 or 2018, at the height of the Elsagate panic, appearing in the months after the story broke. Oftentimes they're unlisted, meaning that they wouldn't be accessed without a link. The other ones that are public include video tags like Mind Control and MKUltra, which seem a little on the nose for videos that are trying to unwittingly brainwash children. The most damning piece of Reddit testimony, however, comes from an alleged former employee of a large animation company and is still shared as proof that something super nefarious is going on. The Redditor describes his previous office building as high security with multiple restricted levels with mysterious color coding and confused children wandering the hallways. Here is an excerpt. There was another email waiting for me titled, Be Brave Spidey. I was reluctant to open it, and now I wish I hadn't. Inside was a link to a Russian-language website. When I clicked it, I saw a video of a real kid, probably four or five years old, dressed as Spider-Man. The boy sat in what looked like a child's bedroom. His mask was pulled down, his costume sleeve was pulled up. The boy screamed and cried as an adult man wearing a Hulk costume gave him three different injections with a long needle. Off screen, another person hurled stuffed animals at the kid, hitting him in the head with them, and even once hitting the needle as it was stuck in his arm, causing the kid to wail even louder. By the end of the short clip, the boy was shaking and nearly catatonic. The Hulk man laughed and danced around him, almost ritually. Cheerful kids music played the entire time. As far as I could tell, the video was not acted. What I saw was a real medical procedure and real terror. Now, this very long post, and its David Lynchian detail, including a blue room with a red telephone ringing in the center that caused employees to move in different ways, and the way it does a great job of connecting the dots with a sober and skilled style of writing, well, it all gave me pause, and it freaked me out. But with a little more digging, I found the original post, which had come out just as the Elsagate story broke and was originally found on the fiction subreddit no sleep by user the cold people it's a really great piece of writing and that's all that it is and so elsagate became essentially its own creepy pasta but with a true and awful mystery at the center a sensational true story with its own fan fiction spinning out until it was hard to know what was real anymore Just like, oh, I don't know everything in America right now. I don't believe these conspiracies to be true, but I'm telling you, these videos make you feel like anything creepy or sinister could actually be possible. The uncanny horror is that real. It gets to you. So now you must follow me into one of the most famous Elsagate channels called Toys in Japan. The first video that they posted came in 2015 and was yet another video of a man's hands playing with children's toys with no dialogue, just the sound of his breathing. Because we live in a constant and unending nightmare, the video took off and Toys in Japan started in on another popular trend, combining the same nursery rhymes with every possible computer-animated character you could imagine, making essentially the same video again and again, like an algorithmic artificial intelligence machine. At its height, this channel was pumping out about seven hour-long videos every day. The most famous series came when Toys in Japan put out the first of these computer-animated horror stories, Five Little Monkeys Jumping on the Bed. Five little monkeys jumping I mean, on the bed One fell up and bumped his head Mama called the doctor but... And the doctor said no on, the bed. on, the bed. on the bed. To start, it was five different colored monkeys jumping on a bed. But eventually, it would become five Shreks, or five Mickey Mouses, or Waluigi's, or PewDiePie's, or Hulk's, or Minions, or Elsa's, or Fortnite block people, or Woody from Toy Story, or Angry Birds, and eventually even Kim Kardashian's. The background of this video is just a picture of a bedroom that never changes, and then whatever character it is is jumping up and down robotically, but then falls off the bed and basically just turns upside down while still jumping in the same automatic way it had been. Then the scene cuts to a woman we can assume is Mama talking on the phone, but her head is a Shrek head, or a Hulk head, or a Kim Kardashian head, or the head of an angry bird. Then cut to a doctor lady on the other line who's clearly scolding Mama with her arm waving in the air with animation as bad as Goldeneye for N64. This repeats until all five characters have fallen off the bed, and then usually it just starts all over again. So, very weird, right? But still, you can't really say that something explicitly bad is happening here. But wait. But wait. But wait. What do we have here, way down, buried amongst the innocents? A Toys in Japan video called... Five little Hitlers jumping on the bed, all with different colored hair and matching accents on each Nazi uniform, just jumping up and down while Mama calls the motherfucking doctor. Pretty bad, right? Oh, sweetie, your twinkling, childlike innocence is showing. Continue on to their series that takes place in the middle of a vast desert in front of a white tent, with Hitler's head on a bikini-clad woman's body, dancing to the Finger Family song, and then fist-fighting with a skeleton with the worst animation and sound effects you've ever heard for an entire 45 minutes. But there's literally no way it can get any weirder than that, right? Oh, you poor sweet fool. Another oft-repeated scene by Toys in Japan takes place with the background of a simple meadow. In the chaos of one video titled, Donald Trump Candy Ride Mickey Mouse Syringe Car Finger Family, a... Gummy version of Donald Trump rides out on a giant syringe with a Mickey Mouse finger family popping up in the foreground, and then a pink candy T Rex with Donald Trump's head comes walking out, and an animated hand pops up with Donald Trump's head on the first finger, Daddy finger, and on and on and on and on. What a finger, what a finger, where- Rest now, child. We're through. More after this. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone, four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. And now, back to the show. Toys in Japan was shut down during the Gate sweep, but not before the mysterious creator revealed himself in a series of Fortnite live video streams that still gave us very few answers about how and why these videos were made by him. Toys in Japan is either a fantastic, prolific, and maybe I'll just say it, deeply talented troll, or a kind of automated factory of nonsense. It almost seems to be a kind of algorithm all its own, automatically created by pulling popular characters into a template, because they all move exactly the same way. I tried really hard to learn about automated animation, but I'm still really unsure how all of it works despite literally you guys asking Reddit to explain if it was possible and holding my breath that no one would be mean to me. They were nice and they answered some of my questions, but I still didn't quite understand. But one thing they made clear was that regardless of how automated these videos may be, someone has to be pulling the strings. It bears knowing, too, that at its height, toys in Japan would have been making up to $200,000 a year. After the media blitz and the social media storm that followed, YouTube would delete dozens of channels and more than 150,000 videos and also promise to step up security and disable comments on videos where pedophiles or also very likely awful trolls congregated to make lewd comments. The company still pointed out that these videos are a needle in a haystack and the posts tagged as inappropriate over that previous month were only about 0.005 percent of the total, with most of the views coming in from YouTube proper, where they were not actually violating the terms of service despite being labeled as child friendly because it stated that YouTube is meant for children 13 and older. Regardless, many people were bashing the app for not taking action sooner, pointing out that they were making good money off of these monstrosities, so maybe they were letting the content slide. Whatever role YouTube had been playing in the scandal, it still does not explain the origin of these videos. We spent So many hours trying to understand, to figure out why, to just get some semblance of an answer. But I almost feel like we are no closer now than we were before. But here's my best attempt at trying to explain some of the possibilities. It's probably a giant mashup of all of them. To make some sense of the structure of these videos, we can look to 2012 when YouTube changed their algorithm to favor view length, meaning that the longer a person is engaged with the content before clicking away, the further up the algorithm pushes that video. This matters because toddlers are often passive observers of content, unable to click or simply hypnotized into whatever they're watching. And so children's videos got longer because there was a market for that. But that didn't mean there was more content. It usually just repeated the same stuff again and again, conjuring a creepy ritual-chanting vibe. In 2015, YouTube went a step farther than just recommending videos and offered an autoplay feature, where these videos would play seconds after the previous one finished, no clicking involved. It also meant a lot more spots for commercials. And kids are far less likely to click away from them. I don't think it's American hysterical to imagine that some of these Elsa Gate videos were made by or for adult pedophiles or sadists who actually enjoy the thought of harming children. There hasn't ever been any real evidence that that's the reason these videos are being made— But I also don't know if there's been a thorough investigation into it either. But regardless, we can also look at some other possibilities for some of the darker themes. Take injections, which for many is the lasting impression of these videos. Syringes and shots are in both cartoon and live-action videos, probably more than any other unnerving theme— But another possibility is the fact that videos of live kids and cartoon characters going to the doctor and getting shots are extremely popular and often watched to quell the anxiety of one of the most common childhood fears, meaning that shots and syringes are baked into the algorithm for a much less horrifying purpose. We can also look to another example, that horrifying video of Peppa Pig getting her tooth removed. There are tons of higher-budget videos of this character going to the dentist, and though it comes off as frightening with that human hand holding pliers, it's possible that the creators were trying to piggyback on this content while not fully grasping exactly what is appropriate to a young American audience. Thinking of toys in Japan, what search term was more popular in 2015 and 2016 than Donald Trump and subsequently, for a variety of reasons, Adolf Hitler? Content creators take notice of huge spikes in searches, and I guess maybe they could get weirdly creative... I think a lot of these videos may be combining popular search terms for kids and for adults into a mashup that might attract the attention of both since all their views are coming from these suggested videos. In addition, most of these seem to be made outside the United States in Eastern Europe and India and watched by the whopping 89% of YouTube viewers, those who are not living in this country. Each culture has different norms and expressions, but in this case, they're mostly mimicking cartoons produced in America, so they're familiar, yet a little different, a little unfamiliar, like an uncanny valley version of American entertainment, so much lost in translation. But this does not explain it all, not by a long shot. It also bears admitting that there may be another possible financial incentive angle to this content. The kids who are old enough to actually navigate the app might very likely click on the weirdest videos they see, just like I did with the horrifying underbelly of the late 90s world wide web, I literally shudder to think. Many people concerned about Elsagate seem to imply that our sweet and innocent children would never choose to watch these videos themselves, but anyone who's ever worked with them knows that many children would absolutely click on the one that says toilet or butt. I know that I would have clicked on one of these things over another video of Peppa Pig making a new friend or Minnie Mouse baking a pie. So perhaps the intention is to entice kids, entice them into clicking something that stands out to them, something that will really get their attention. But of course, again, this is only a small piece of the puzzle, and we must regrettably look to the trolls who daily shape our reality into a much uglier place than it really is. These videos have got to be made, at least in part, by transgressors who are still fighting for a kind of old prank supremacy. The way that teenagers might have spray painted pentagrams in the 80s to freak out their town, and the way that people shitpost racist and homophobic content to get a rise out of the libs. Angry people on the internet do bizarre things to satisfy an increasingly gross sense of humor and impress their insufferable internet prank friends. The meta Elsagate content, the parodies, the pranks, the additional videos to support conspiracy theories are all hard to pick out from the original ones that they're copying. It's hard to sort out the real videos from these memes, and thus it's hard to piece together the entire mystery. We must also look at the profitable heart, the great and powerful algorithm that exists to predict our ongoing desires and interests to keep our attention and thus encourage us to consume both content and goods in what has been called the attention economy. You've got to keep their attention. In order to cash in, companies and creators seem to be trying to monetize our very souls to find the spark that makes it human and convert it into profit until we can no longer tell the difference, where we end and the computer begins. And with that human spark comes the possibility of monetizing the human shadow as well. Much of the internet is a kind of massive cultural id, a place that we can be completely anonymous, where we can unleash the darkest parts of ourselves with no repercussions. And many people do just that, things they would never do in real life where there is so much more at stake. And so, the collective shadow self is disproportionately represented online, our subconscious creating a bizarre alternate reality that lurks just below the manufactured surface, and it's all gobbled up by our algorithms. And this place, the internet, social media, isn't this, by and large, where we are living now? What I chose to panic about while making this episode, this episode that haunted my waking life and my dreams, was not about children consuming content that will teach them a learned helplessness by normalizing abuse, but rather that we, ourselves, kids and adults alike, are starting to lose control of what the algorithm presents to us— Learning a kind of helplessness, a growing passivity that takes us out of the driver's seat of our own consumption and maybe even our own critical thinking. In the beginning, we clicked. We chose what we wanted to watch again and again. But over the last 10 years, recommended and suggested videos and autoplay features mean that we aren't as in control as we were before. The algorithm is making our choices for us. Now, 70% of the views on YouTube come recommended to us, and on TikTok, that number is 90-95%. to 95%. We are not in control of what comes next, and the companies protect the knowledge of how their algorithms work wolfishly, for it is the secret ingredient that keeps us all hooked for good. One thing we do know about the Elsagate videos and other children's content that’s similar but not inappropriate is that their titles are made to play the YouTube algorithm, to hack into popular trends, to bring in the most number of views possible. Their success then leads other content creators to mimic their videos, and then other content creators mimic those videos, and on and on, until we get a kind of uncanny valley version of human cognition and emotion and experience, until we no longer know if we're really in control, or if we're losing control completely. Now, I'm not trying to be hysterical, but hear you me. The AI overlords will never find my cabin in the woods. I will never be entering the inevitable forever simulation. The algorithm will never hack my mind. But then again, what if it already has? This was American Hysteria. You can now exit the vehicle. Thank you so much for coming along this ride, and I'm so happy to put it all in the past, even though I never truly will be able to. Again, you can head to our social media if you'd like to actually see some of these videos. That's entirely up to you. You have been warned. You can find us on social media at American Hysteria Podcast on Instagram and at Amer Hysteria on Twitter. We are still on our summer break, but of course I'm going to be giving you episodes here and there until we are back in October, just in time for Halloween. If you love our show, consider becoming a patron and get access to our secondary podcast, Walk With Me, where I go on walks in different places and talk to you about more metaphysical and emotional topics. American Hysteria is written, produced, and hosted by me, Chelsea Weber-Smith, sound design by clear como studios with research and co-writing by riley smith and produced by miranda zickler thanks as always for listening all i can really say is that i'm sorry have a great week Calling all passionate Goat Guns fans. Your desk is calling and it wants a new Goat Gun. We're thrilled to announce the release of a new model and attachments. Start or grow your collection with the finest miniature die cast products on the market. Explore our website now to see the latest releases and treat yourself or a friend. Don't wait. These models won't be available forever. Get yours at GoatGuns.com. Hey, podcast listener.